Hello everyone, it is Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023, and this is day three of Blade Month, and today we are reading Tomb of Dracula, issue number 14, Dracula is Dead, yep. And as we saw in the last story, in the last episode, Blade himself killed Dracula. Or did he? Well, we're about to find out. Yeah, we're about to find out here. And so, without further ado, let's get right into it. Set the music here. Yeah, set the music. Yeah, I'm waiting for this YouTube ad to finish, and then I'll get right into it. All right, here we go. The Tomb of Dracula. Dracula is dead. Written by Marv Wolfman. Gene Collin. Tom Palmer. Dracula is dead. Yet even now, five minutes later, they still stand unbelieving. The demon is dead. A sharpened, renewed wooden knife buried deep within his chest. A knife thrown with hellish rage by the vampire slayer known as Blade. Mother of mine, I've finally done it. I've killed Dracula. No pulse. His hand feels lifeless. He must be dead. He must. No pulse, and his hands feel lifeless. He must be dead. He must. I pray he is, Quincy, but... Wait, noises from outside. Quincy, Frank, look. It's the villagers. They're coming this way with guns. The villagers. Their minds possessed by Dracula months before. Then held, held till he commanded their obedience. The villagers, who had been given a mental order the moment before the fatal knife was plunged. Storm the hill top more, reclaim the body of their master, and if needed, kill any who got in their way. They move on, 
mindlessly to obey that last command. Quickly, before they break in, Blade, sever Dracula's head. He must not rise again. As if they knew of the threat to their lifeless master, the villagers moved faster, smashing at the old oaken door, pushing, banging, kicking at it till it began to give. Can't. Harker, you better do it yourself, man. I'll leave. Go and... Go and... Living those zombies be all over us. But even as Blade completes that ill-spawned sentence, can't hold. Can't... <laughs> Lord, look at their eyes. They're no longer human, no longer in control of their own reason. Eyes. Behind some can be found wisdom, love, hatred, the entire garment of human thought and feeling. <laughs> but death, neath these zombie eyes, lies only mindless death. The townsmen trample on, not caring whom they kill if their bloody goal can be reached that much easier. Blade tries to fight, but the overwhelming crush of bodies lifts him off his own feet, and he is swept along with the murderous tide. He struggles, pushes, yet nothing can hold the mass of mindless human flesh. <laughs> And tangled in flailing arms and legs of men whose only thoughts are mastered by one already dead. Those who can think, who do own their own movements, are lost in the endless savage turmoil. Though it seems hours before the mass of human zombies vanish into the early morning dawn, it is, in reality, only a few hell-wracking moments later. You okay, Harker? Never mind me. Where's Rachel? Frank? Are they... We're breathing, Quincy. But blasted. Angry. But, uh, we're breathing, Quincy, but the blasted angry. The townsmen took Dracula before we could stop them. Before his head could be severed. Now they can remove the knife from his chest, and may heaven help us, Dracula will live again. Leaving the hill top more, the hypnotized men lumber slightly down the bleak, lonely hill, carrying a burden, a burden that may very well mean the death of the human rage. But now we switch our scene to the northern Irish coastline where a small panel truck pulls up to a gateway of a large sprawling estate. A head channel. Professor Margot awaits us. Yes, Mr. Lord. Ah, is that the one Dr. Sun looks for? As the master requested, of course, there were no problems in acquiring it. 
then to begin. Nenchan, rest the body on the table, please. <coughs> no. We need but five minutes for our for our horoscope to be ready. But in the meantime, ah, very good. Already his earth turns red. No deterioration of cells. Ah, good. But only one method exists to learn if this man is all that Dr. Sun needs. Sun Tzu, please to turn on power. Ah, very good, Sun Tzu. All seems in readiness. Now to begin. Observe, Chan. Slowly, that which we call his canine teeth grow. Its growth imperceptible to the naked eye. Yet through this device, we may observe its progress. Ah, yes, Chen. All my tests are positive. This man is a vampire. Thank you, Professor Morgan. Dr. Sun shall be pleased. Who Dr. Sun is and why he is interested in vampires shall be further unraveled shortly. But for now, let us return to a less mysterious setting. Frank! Quincy, look! It's Taj! He's alive! He's alive! When he plunged through that window, I thought for sure that Dracula had killed him. Oh, Taj, I thank God you're safe. Thank God. Welcome back, you big lug. For a moment, the restless vampire hunters can relax and let a very small touch of happiness enter their lives. Happiness that would be shattered if they could but see only a few kilometers away, where a small group of shambling men who possesses no will of their own, carrying the corpse of a man rapidly decomposing. A corpse that would soon be beyond all recognition to all but a very few trained hunters. Unless... Unless... Five hundred years of fighting, of seeking to change... The course of a mortal world has passed. Five hundred years, which now rapidly descends upon the now decaying bones of Count Dracula, causing the flesh to crumble, the brain to rot, and fall to waste. And with no mind to control them, the town's men once again are fully in possession of themselves. For the first time, perhaps in many, many months, suddenly the terror of the past moments burst full-blown within their consciences, and the terror leads to fright, which leads directly to flight, a flight which takes them down to the southern point of the hill to their tiny hamlet nestled near the Surrey forest, yet had they taken the northern road, they might have found the solace they would be searching for for the rest of their lives.
in the Church of the Forever Resurrected, recited over by one very dejected father, Josiah Dawn, a man whose faith is about to be sorely tested. Why, Lord, why is it each day the crowds diminish, that people leave earlier and earlier? Why? Why? No. No, Lord, I didn't mean that. By all your glory, I swear, it was Satan, Lord, Satan's hand on mine, which threw your words upon the soiled earth. Oh, Lord, forgive him who is the courier of your thoughts, your wisdoms. Never again shall I let the demon devil take his hold on me. But Lord, Lord, I am troubled in ways only you can heal. I spread your thoughts. I heal the sick, the wretched in your name. Yet, Lord, the earth is no place for angels. I fear, no, Lord, for with every passing day, there are fewer and fewer men whose wish to hear your words. I need a sign, Lord, a miracle to break through their hardened shell. You see, there is evil here, all sorts of evil, Lord. Oh, this world isn't what it once was. No, there's too much sin, too much evil. And I swear to you, Lord, the only way to fight it is a miracle? The light, can it? Yes, there's something there glowing. Is this my burning bush? Lord, is it? Are we finally going to see our people free of sin, oh Lord? I feel its power, Lord. I feel it burning through me. This is what I needed, Lord. This is the sign. Thank you, O oh Lord. Thank you in the name of all glory. I recognize the sign and its purpose. And I see the path you set for me, Lord. And with all the power in my soul, yours is the path I'll tread. Father, Josiah Dawn, Josiah Dawn, a man whose faith has been tested and has never once questioned his destiny. If he had, he would quickly learn the God whose miracle he so readily accepted is a God not his own. For his is the God of love and peace, and certainly not the God of stingy death. Three nights later, the wine dark valley where Josiah Dawn dwells is no longer a cloistered, quiet land. For this night is alive with the excitement of people and miracles. Your move, my dear, and good luck. I have you in check. No problems, Quincy. My night takes your rook and Quincy! Rachel, Blade, look! I found these posters pasted up all over Fleet Street. And something tells me the dead in question is our very own count. 
Heed me, brothers and sisters. There's blood on all of us, but you can lay down your sinful souls, because tonight, the night for love, for love. Yeah, Lord, tonight's the night for love of life. Yeah, end your strife, brothers. Toss away your evil sins. Brothers and sisters, tonight's the night for the truthful light of our Lord God. And you want to see that good life, don't you, brothers and sisters? You want to see the truth, the words of God. Say it, brothers. Shout out so that the Lord himself will hear you screaming, even if he's way on the other side of his world. We want the truth, Lord. We want the truth. That's not loud enough, brothers. Do you want the Lord to think you're not believing in him? You want him to look down upon you in shame? Cry out to him, brothers. Tell the Lord you love his words. Yea, brothers, scream as loud as you can. Yea, Lord, give us the truth, Lord. Yea, Lord, give us the truth, Lord. Yea, brothers, the Lord is hearing you now, and he is mighty pleased. Now, the Lord wants to show you a sign, brothers. A sign that it is the Lord who who can take it away. I mean, who gives life and the Lord who can take it away. That's right, brothers. And he's going to show you by giving back the life to these dried out bones. These bones of a man who, who the Lord himself has punished for his evil ways. Now watch, brothers, watch the Lord's hands at work. No! No! Don't do it! No, brother, the Lord's hand is on mine. You cannot stop us now. You idiot! You mustn't take the knife out! Stop it! Stop it! You've doomed us all! The Lord says, take the knife, brother. And what the Lord says, I do. Because his ways are mine, and not the ways of a sinner, brother. Man, you flipped your collar, preacher. You're not following God. Because that dude's been damned more times than Judas. So don't call me a sinner, man. It's you who's brought back hell himself. Blasphemer! You sinned before... The Lord, and he hears your evil words. Brothers, grab him and his friends, and we'll let the Lord himself give these sinners punishment. No, preacher. He spoke the truth, and it is you who shall die burning in hell. For resurrecting me, Dracula gives you eternal death. Death? Never, demon. The Lord gave me knowledge of you and your kind, and he spoke unto me of your weakness. Nor the cross, the accursed cross. Yes, evil one, the sign of the Lord himself. And as the Lord raised you from the depths of hell, so shall he banish you back to it, flaming pits. You've no choice, demon. 
Brothers and sisters, now is the time to heed the Lord's word. Scream it, brothers. I'm killing Satan's demon, Lord. I'm killing Satan's demon. The Lord of evil turns repulsed by the searing power of the cross of God. Yet he turns not into the path of freedom, rather towards more crosses. But they'll not take me again. I won't permit it. Not now. Not ever again. We're killing Satan's demons, Lord. What? The press. They press on, grabbing at me. Back. You senseless clods. Back before I destroy you all. Hurry, Blade. We've got to stop him. I know it, man. Now all you got do is convince these idiots. They're gonna let him escape. You think you fools can take me so easily? You're wrong. Wrong. Dracula is no mortal man. No, he is much more. For none may touch the Lord of Darkness, as he so commands. None, that is, who lives now, you wanton imbeciles, now you shall see the full power of Dracula, Lord of the Undead. Observe, you lowly fools, look skywards as Dracula summons the lightning itself. Gap and silent are as it shatters the calmness of the night and rends the star-dabbled sky dark with storm clouds. Scowl and cringe, then bow before your master, for Dracula is God unto himself, a God who holds the frail essence of your lives in his ever-powerful hands, and with one squeeze with his fingers can crush that very life from your stinking mortal bones. No, demon, the Lord shall not permit your wedding, nor he will smart you with the very lightning you yourself summon, and he will strike you dead a thousand, thousand times. Drosia Dawn, you have resurrected me from the very clutches of death itself, and for that you may expect your boo death shall be your favorite death beneath the fangs of Dracula. Nay! The Lord shall crush you, demon, the Lord and his totem of truth. You, you cannot withstand, I mean, you cannot withstand the Lord's touch, Dracula, and even you cannot even hope to escape his building, his blinding light. Untold times have you damned our Lord's name, and for each you must be made to suffer. It is... It isn't your God whom you follow, whose word you heed, no. It is your own twisted hate, your own mindless venom. And it shall not be Dracula who dies enamored with that poisonous hate, 
No, it shall be you. You, you. The sky splits and spills forth the thunder. And as if directed by the hand of Dracula, the lightning curls downward, striking the very crucifix to say a dying wheel. For a moment, there is only silence as bones begins to bake and flesh begins to sear. But then, even over the sound of the tumultuous thunder, comes a long and almost never-ending scream, which ends in a slow, whining rattle of death. You summoned death to take me, mortal, and so you died as is only better fitting. Where you looked into others for guidance, Dracula seeks only himself. For the strength of any, be they living or undead, rest only in themselves. No, demon, you are wrong. Ugh, wrong. I die, but my soul is uh, at peace with the Lord, while yours can never know peace, but only uh, the all-consuming hate. So live on, uh, demon. For God's hands is on mine, and it shall be his that uh, rules the world, and not the hands of hell. No, you are wrong, fool. It is Dracula who shall win. Dracula who shall succeed. But there is no reply. Only a silent corpse holding an unearthly calm which no matter how long he lives, or how hard he tries, Dracula shall never know. And the demon seats within, through him, within though he has made his kill, and has proven at least to himself that he is mightier than the god Josiah Don prayed to. For is it not true that all seek peace no matter how evasive it may be, and even if it can never be grasped. Next, bloodbath. And that will do it for today's episode. And the next episode will be on Thursday because Wednesday I'm going to an AA meeting. So, uh, I won't be able to do, um, that episode. Um, so, however, actually, yeah, I will be able to do that episode tomorrow. Yeah, I, hope, I mean, of course I'll have to do it, uh, when, as soon as I get home. So, uh, sorry guys, but, uh, you're gonna have to wait until I get home in order to hear that episode, it's going to be up late, but nonetheless, you still get an episode, and next time, it's going to be issue number 15 of the Tomb of Dracula, Fear is the Name of the Game, that's right, Fear is the Name of the Game, and so, thank you all so much,
Until then, later, masturbators.